Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Data Epoch, where we'll be discussing insights from a data engineer. We have Gunjin here with us today. Hello, Gunjin. Hi, Sanjana. Uh, Gunjin has been playing around with data for more than three years now. She's passionate about building data platforms, data lakes, data governance, and distributed systems. She is language and technology agnostic and believes in choosing the right tool stack and component for the job. So, uh, Gunjin, how and why did you get into this field of data engineering? Um, funny story, actually. <laughs> so, in my final year, uh, this data engineering role was offered to me by my first company. And uh, since I was new to the whole uh, engineering game, I did not, I did not have one single clue as to what it was. So, like a normal uh, kid in their final year, I googled what data engineering is and what they actually do and how it is different from software engineering because at that point of time, most of my peers got uh, roles in software engineering itself. And um, so, what, wherever and whatever I read, it was like intriguing to me as to what this job is and so I just took up the role because it did sound uh, fun and big data and Hadoop systems were like all the big buzzwords at that time. It still is a big buzz there for it. Um, so yeah, I just took up the job. <laughs> Although there's a misconception about uh, it that uh, all you have to do throughout your life is write ETL pipelines and that's it. But I think there's a shift uh, as to what I read in my final year about data engineering as to what I am currently doing in this field is like uh, uh, the engineer is to believe it like uh, it's a notion that an engineer should be able to build platforms which uh, which allows analysts to quickly um, write up their own orchestrations and build ETL pipelines and aggress the data and um, it is uh, now required by the analyst to not just write SQL queries but move on to higher queries as well and do simple orchestrations on airflow. Um, so with the changing time I guess everybody has to change and like build up their own skill sets. So for me um, uh, what I read on Google in my final year to what I have been doing since last three years like uh, platformizing the data stack and uh, helping others build like uh, have a self-serve platform to build their own ETL pipelines and fetch data on a self-serve basis and help them um, um, derive insights and conclusion backed by data. That is what I think uh, excites me and fuels me to stay in the field. Awesome. So it's basically going to be evolving, but it's all about, you know, enabling the right platform and right, you know, tool, set, tool sets to face big data, correct? Yes. So what is your process of coming up with an action plan to set up the right data infrastructure or platform for a given problem and when is the right time to plan for scale? Um, like that is also a big process, right? In one day you cannot like as was not build in a day. You just have to evaluate stuff um, 
keep on learning about other tools and platforms which are already existing take uh, insights from what people have already done and have failed doing it and have been successful doing it right so i have uh, worked in two small scale startups and uh, since money is at crunch you just cannot throw money at all the problems right you just have to do a lot of evaluation before taking any before any before taking any decision so it should be the decision should come from a strategic point of view um so in the process of evaluating one of the first thing that we see is uh, how like how easy it is to use the tool how easy it is to bring a new tool into our systems um in the beginning as we are starting up the scale is very small and a lot of technology is in the first uh, glance will look like okay this might uh, be a good uh, tool for our use case right but we actually have to um, uh, think for the future as well yeah. as to where as the company grows as the data grows we will will this tool be able to um, scale to that level mm-hmm. because uh, in the beginning because i remember in the beginning at one of the startups we did not have any i joined as a first engineer in the data platform team and we did not have any data or we would have like um, few tables in the beginning and for us to be able to check whether this tool whether a particular tool will be able to um scale with time we have to generate our own data and uh, um build up that uh, dummy data set to actually uh, make evaluate a tool whether it will be able to scale or not and uh, also uh, a lot of times we when we are evaluating tools we know that out of the box it's not going to suit our use cases right and uh, we'll have to make uh, tweaks and changes to the existing code base so that we can we can use it in our own scenarios right so uh, ability for us to work with a tool and make changes to it that is also one of the key parameters that one needs to see before even getting started on a um, yeah. on a particular tool so the ease of deployment and development should be there so would you advise that you know sort of keep scale in mind from the beginning because it's much harder to sort of tra- uh, transfer from one tool to another migrate data and everything from one tool to another later so we have to keep scale in mind from the beginning yeah because uh, a lot of like there are tons and tons of tools in the market for one thing for doing a single thing there are tons of uh, tools in the market but then again whether you will be able to make changes and uh, be able to scale with those changes the, those are the two things that you actually need to see and apart from that uh, because migration is a very 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 uh, engineering heavy task for uh, for us to move from one tool to another then you will have to educate the people who are actually who have uh, like they have accustomed themselves to a particular tool when you move to another tool you will have to educate them also on the new tool itself so migration in any case is like a big uh, big big uh, yeah hectic uh, 
decision and apart from that since uh, i have worked in the financial sectors mostly um, and india has a lot of um, a lot of restriction as to how data should be stored and uh, should be processed um uh, there's a lot of uh, laws around data privacy yeah. so that is also one thing that we need to keep in mind although we try to provide data to everybody and uh, help them um uh, along the way but uh, we also need to see whether we'll be able to um hide the sensitive data or mask the sensitive data how easy is it to do such a transformation of the data with a tool right so yeah. externalizing data to the ba and the scientists so that they can use it uh keeping in mind that we are also abiding by the rules that is also one big thing and having said that that we should evaluate everything and be careful with our selection as to what we are using uh, we might run into unexpected uh, issues <laughs> nobody has seen the future and in the future might be the case that things may go south and we'll have to do a whole 360 all together so we'll have to be prepared for that as well because uh, like in our case we we looked at hoodie apache hoodie is one of the open source tools and uh, from an angle it looked very very promising um, promising tool to us technology to us and we did start using it for a year it worked very well but as we started running into issues and we did a deep like as we were working with it for a year and we had a clear understanding as to what the technology was and how the back end systems were working um we got to know that uh, okay maybe using hoodies is own metadata store is not the solution for us but uh, that uh, learning came after we ran into many issues with it right yeah so i guess learning and eva- evolving with time is the key how you can make the current system work and make the changes so that it keeps on working got it so we were talking about a lot of tools right and having the best yeah. and like being ready for adaptation to the future so vendors yeah. offer like a variety of tools and you should be quite for choices like aws gcp etc so how do you evaluate yeah. and pick the ones that are best for the business or the problem um as i said that uh, evolving with evolving times and um with evolving use cases there might be a case that one solution fits them all will never be the scenario in the real world right um so and the cloud computing market has come a long way since like the last few years and uh, we have tons and tons of providers and uh, so the decision making has become all the way more difficult right so um, still there are many parameters as to every every situation is different and uh, um it's the scenario that actually derives the decision but uh, availability of the zones in which the data can be present as i said earlier that uh, uh, there's a law that uh, data of 
sensitive data of customers should not go outside india mm-hmm. so um, when we were evaluating some of the tools earlier in the uh, development phase of data platform a uh, few of the tools we could not although they were very good solutions we could not integrate with them because they did not have data centers in india so that is one big uh, factor as to the availability of the zone um, in which we can store the data then again uh, the ease of uh, using it right yeah. uh, establishing it and uh, bringing in the new um, platform with the existing platform so that bind should be easy to do it's it should not be like we are doing a whole 360 on the platform itself just to bring in one new tool and work with it right um, so like that flexibility should be there apart from that uh, with these um, um services mm-hmm. uh, i think um, managed service i think aws aws has been in the game for so long now they have the most uh, evolved and mature services that are out there no doubt about that but then uh, and also but then to availability zones as well right yeah 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 uh, although uh, we have run into issues with aws as well because uh, although they say that the availability is uh, close to 100% mm-hmm. but you might see cases where the instances have gone down or um uh storage has gone for some time or stuff like that so you'll have to make your system that resilient that if one instance goes down there are other to support it and stuff like that um with managed service i think there is a lot of options present in aws specifically gcp and azure are catching up i guess but then uh, again um might be the case that in the beginning or even after like when the company has matured enough then also there might be simple use cases only and you might not need 100 services right you might in that service also you might need basic features basic stuff to keep your ongoing platform keep your platform going right so uh, although there are a ton of options but it comes with a cost too so within a managed service also there are multiple services that you don't use but you are actually paying for it because they have matured so much yeah. so that is one uh, case and uh, so pricing model also goes hand in hand with that right if you are taking one uh, managed service and you just use it for one particular feature of it and not the 10 extra features that they are providing what's the point of taking that whole service yeah. right so pricing model also is a big big uh, uh, decision deciding factor um and as i said like with the evolving times and everybody is in this race of making money <laughs> so people are uh, people and uh, companies are throwing credits to uh, engage and get more uh, customers with time right yeah. um so instead of uh, just going with the flow and going wherever the credits are because in the future migration is going to be a really tough task mm. um, for people instead of just uh, hopping on the next trend or getting on whoever is get, giving us the better credit maybe we should uh, look at uh, pricing models which are sustainable and we know that okay this much we are going to give 
and this is what we can give over the years right yeah so yeah that's very insightful yeah <laughs> and uh what would you say are some major challenges you faced so far in your career um apart from the initial learning phase as a kid who comes in uh, to their first job and trying to see how people are like so talented they uh, i mean there's there's a simple case where uh, in my first job uh, some setup was not happening by myself and i just went to my manager uh, or lead at that time and uh, he just instead of telling me anything he was like oh this thing i'll do this 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 and this 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 and this 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 and wow it's all <laughs> and i'm like oh my god <laughs> that wonder you do oh my god how people know such so many commands and uh, um, how everything is fed in their brain like anything like by the uh oh of oh, one sort they have done in their brain okay for this this is there and i was really uh, i was taken aback you oh my god i'm never going to learn this much but i guess as times evolve you work with stuff you um read about stuff you actually see work on things and make it fail and then work on it again and keep on working and then you see oh this this on you have spent so much time on it but then eventually it actually works that first feeling of uh, oh my god ran and it actually went to production so that feeling is a different feeling but yeah apart from the initial uh, learning phase from the from a tech point of view reading about all the systems and uh, hadoop ecosystem there's so much to learn i think <laughs> after 3 years also there's so much to learn because technology keeps on coming and there's something new something uh, that is uh, coming in trend so i guess apart from the initial uh, learning phase i think uh, preparing for the unknown is one big challenge mm. because uh, okay the engineer will tell you ki these are the fields this is how the data is going to look this is how it's going to come and you have prepared yourself to for a certain scenario but this is not an ideal world uh, be it a man made error or a systems error or what not right things will fail matlab in my initial days i was like i did this this and this for me the checklist was done and uh, i was fairly confident that this is going to work like a charm right but yeah. then you will see data is not as you would expect it to be right mm-hmm. and there's no way you can um, you can predict that okay, okay this i am expecting x y z but if y z b c coming here right so uh, preparing for the unknown is like one of the biggest challenge you never know what uh, what curveball <laughs> the other sources are going to throw at you um and uh, i think observability and proper logging and uh, alerting is the key to solve that because uh, it's the time that you take to actually make changes for the curveball that has been thrown at you that should be reduced in a real world scenario um even you must have seen that right yeah uh, 
<laughs> you must have seen ki oh i want data my model is going to work on this thing but actually that is not going to come your way yeah so in general there's just a lot of habitual and on the job knowledge that needs to be gained over time and cannot happen like immediately and i think people start taking should uh not be too hard on themselves for not gaining all of that on the first day because that's just not possible until they start working right yeah 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 so um, yeah. apart from that uh, as uh, data engineers we work on a lot of open source tools right mm-hmm. uh, apache has like the whole list going on as to what all tools that you can use and a lot of time they might look very intriguing and might look like they'll solve all of your problems but then um, after reading all of the documents after going through each and every scenario there might be case ki you might fall into some bug that you never saw right so i guess working with open source tool and contributing to them is one of uh, uh, the biggest challenge for data engineer because you might read the documentation and it might work in a certain way which you think it will but it will not and uh, uh then in some forum you will see oh this is a reported bug then you yeah. have to make a u turn and be like oh i need to make my changes um but uh, i think with the zeal to make changes and continuously learn as to how things are working and how you can make it better and contribute to the open source i think that is one of the things that will help you in the long run and keep the ball rolling yeah that is true and like you mentioned right these are open source so we cannot expect them mm-hmm. to be working perfectly all the time yeah. um yeah. like uh, you know things that you pay for even then things may not be working only that you have somebody to raise a complaint with over here you just have to raise a bug and expect or like sort of allow the community to uh, put together some time to fix it or you know pick up and fix it yourself by raising a pr as well <laughs> yeah just have to take up on the put on the big girl shoes yeah so what would you suggest a fresher and why would you ask them to look at systems or data engineering as their career um i would like to say that i think data engineering is a like a wholesome role because uh, as i said that in the starting i was also over the edge whether data engineering is the field because most of my peers like out of the 100% 90% of them are software engineers and in my initial days also i used to think oh why am i doing this people are doing software engineering and maybe i should also hop on that trend but uh, i feel that uh, as a data engineer i have done more than when i talk to my peers and what they are working on i feel that i have done more than them and i have more exposure as to what all uh, we work on right um and especially in a startup where uh, things are uh, like ball is still begin to roll and uh, there's tons of stuff to do i think that uh, 
like i personally although since data is coming from all directions from front end from back end from servers so i have worked with the software engineering team as a product engineer and um, and shipped the shipped the whole uh, critical feature uh, from web app to the rpc services i've also worked with the devops teams for uh, observability and uh, building monitoring uh, services with them so that's a devops and sre role so and uh, apart from that we are doing your regular uh, etl pipeline building and platform building so that's a data engineering role so i guess specifically uh, in a startup you get more exposure if you take the data engineering role because you get hands on from all the perspective you put on the hat of various people all at once right yeah. so a lot of exposure is there but having said that uh, in a like now i'm in a bigger organization here the you might not be able to put on uh, so many hats at once because there are teams specifically dedicated for observability there's team specifically dedicated for uh, um, devops right um but here what you will be able to do is actually work on big data uh, and tvs of tgbs uh, and tvs of uh, data sets you will be handling which which is like not there in a startup because the since company is growing and they are still evolving there's not that much data to handle um, so uh, that's there so both in a big over like legacy systems dealing with legacy systems for data have you run across those ever no no uh, my in my current organization the like my team is uh, fairly new so we are here also building stuff from scratch so that is a good thing yeah. um, i think i like doing that the most building thing mm-hmm. from scratch and that's what uh, uh, keeps me happy and uh, excited about this stuff yeah that's definitely a very good skill yeah and um tell us about your passions outside enabling the best data platforms <laughs> um uh in my college days i was more into dancing and stuff but as pandemic hit uh, everybody was locked in their uh, uh homes uh, i took up this uh, thing um drawing and sketching and i'm fairly like i'm building up on that skill too so i'm in i have recently started digital art to border naipad and get the whole thing rolling uh, but uh, i think uh, arranging time for it is uh, one of the biggest challenge for it but yeah i like drawing sketching painting of any kind awesome where can people check out your digital art Oh it's an it's on Instagram it's called dreamy eyed girl <laughs> go follow okay. me Awesome <laughs> Okay well thank you very much Kunjan this has been very insightful and I'm sure it will be very useful to both experienced data engineers as well as freshers who want to get in so thank you very much Thank you for having me Sanjana All Right have a great day bye you do bye bye